Good morning, good morning, everyone. God bless you. Um, and a happy third Monday. Uh, I'll be grateful this morning um, to be in the presence of the Lord. Um, also, um, with God's glory, we're keeping us good. We are excited about um, what you doing. Uh, in our lives. And by the way, I'm not talking to Tarsha Pratt, and this is Availing Ministries Ignite, where call. Amen. want to welcome those who have joined us this morning, those of you who have pressed their way to be in the presence of God with us. And I also want to say God bless those who will be joining us via the replay. Um, we're excited about what God is doing here at Availing. Um, and with this prayer call, and we ask you to continue to support our own faith in this So let's get right Our word prayer focus this morning is entitled A Time to Work. Um, a Time to Work. And our scripture um, that will be supporting us this morning is St. John, the ninth chapter. <clears throat> the first through the fourth verses. And I'll start by reading that um, in the Amplified Version. St. John 9, 1 through 4, in the Amplified. It reads, while he was passing by, he referring to Jesus, he noticed a man who had been blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but it was so that the works of God must be displayed and illustrated in him. Fourth verse, we must work the work of him who sent me. While it is day, night is coming when no one can work. Um, we know that this is a very familiar passage, but um, I always like to say God will always give us a fresh um, rhema revelation concerning this word. This word is a living organism. And it always yields something that we need for our present time. So the prayer focus this morning as we are talking to prayer is concerning the times and seasons we're in. The Lord has given us a momentum, a momentum, um, excuse me, and also there's an urgency um, in heaven. There's an urgency that's pulling on us here in earth for us to be activated and ignited and for us to get moving in the things that God has called us to do. Um, it's time for us to get moving in what he has mandated and what he has commissioned us to do, what he has instructed and directed us to do. At this point in time in our lives, in eternity, um, in this time, um, we all um, have been exposed in some way or another um, to the Lord, to the manifestation of his power 
to his voice, um, uh, to his words. Uh, there's, there's so much available to us now. And in some ways, in our fashion, we come face to face, um, actually have been, have collided, some of us, with the call and what purpose. You know, everybody wants to know their purpose and they're seeking and seeking for purpose and how do I fulfill my purpose. But there's an urgency now about being in our rightful place and doing what God has called us to do. This is a time, and this is what Jesus is referring to. This is the appointed time. This is the set time. Um, there's a particular time. There's a right time. And this is an opportune time. This is the opportune time for us to do this work, for us to do what God has called us to do, for us to do what we've been born to do. So this portion of scripture that we just read is relevant. <clears throat> and um, if you refer back to the previous chapter, we're going to go back to the eighth chapter for a second. We see that as Jesus was going to and fro, he's in the throes of um, doing a ministry. You know, ministry's been activated. He's been activated in his ministry, um, doing what he came to do, doing what he was sent to do. And he was constantly challenged um, by an onslaught of attacks from the Pharisees, constantly challenging him, um, challenging who he was and who he said he was. As he moved among the company of the people and um, as he was doing the work of the Lord and uh, he was establishing his reputation as being established, the, and the works that accompanied him um, uh, also were evident that he was who he said he was um, and, he de- and who he declared that he is and that he is the Son of God. There was a constant onslaught in challenges and attacks. Um, they would try to throw trick questions at him. But through all of that, Hallelujah, through all of those things. And the reason I'm focusing on that um, and painting that picture for you is because through all of that, um, them trying to trip him up and constantly saying he wasn't who he was um, because they were afraid of his influence. Um, So I'm painting this picture so that we can understand the environment, right? It wasn't all... Um, easy for him, you know, everything that he was doing, he wasn't given an easy task, and he was not in an environment um, that received him. The Bible says he came into his own, and his own received him not. So he absolutely was working in a hostile environment. Um, He was moving in as he did the work he was called to do. He was constantly being challenged by those dignitaries, those Pharisees who constantly called into question um, and also just bringing pressure to any situation to try and disprove who he was and what he was called to do. What we're going to focus on today is that even in the midst of all that, because sometimes 
maybe we can um, tend to use the fact that there are obstacles as excuses not to do the work, not to do what we've been called to do. We use that as a reason to get up um, because there are times where you have to press. It's not going to be easy. You're going to be challenged in every area. And even in the midst of that, you still have to remain focused and press um, through that environment and do what God has called you to do. And Jesus is a perfect example of how we do this. <clears throat> um, we see where um, uh, here we experience that too. People are always calling into question or trying to water down or demean, um, condescend to us um, and keep us at a place um, where we're operating at half mass. Uh, but Jesus showed us how to continue the work and be focused um, despite those who buffeted him and despite those who were against him and despite those who were calling into question um, who he was and what he was doing. So we're going to focus on Jesus and how he did that work um, in the eighth chapter. So let's be encouraged to know that we are all going to have challenges. We are all going to be buffeted. We are all going to have storms, trials, and attacks, but the work still must be done. A lot of times, like I said, we rest our focus on the challenge, the storm, the trials, what somebody said um, or did to try to block our way, doors that have been shut in our face, um, uh, hard places um, that we have had to walk through. But we are still, uh, because we only have a certain amount of time, we are still required to do this work. Um, the other thing is because he was called to this, look at this, he was called to this, so he was compelled to continue to move forward, even in the heat and in the middle of those challenging times. And I'm, how many of you are listening? You know, God has put something in your belly. Um, that thing keeps you up at night. Get you up early in the morning. The Lord is speaking to you. There's a free flow of communication um, between you and God because um, I personally experienced this. Everything else in my life could be a challenge. It could look like it's at a standstill. But when I'm in the proper alignment and operating in the thing that he has called me to do, he constantly um, makes a way for me to do that. And the call and the promise that's on me Sometimes it's a thing that pushes me forward, despite what I'm being, uh, the other challenges that are going through. And this is what happens. God not only calls you, but he equips you. And in that equipping, there's something in that equipping that pushes you forward, that propels you forward, um, and that gives you the strength um, and empowers you to get it done. Uh, so that's what was happening. He was compelled to continue to move forward, even in the heat of all that was going on. Okay, so now as we move into this ninth chapter, remember we're in the ninth chapter, St. John the ninth chapter, first of the fourth verses, we find Jesus continuously steadfast and focused. Now let's get his composure, right? Even though um, they were coming for him and challenging who he was, 
his focus remained on point. The scripture says here that he saw or noticed a man who had been blind from birth. <laughs> so it, this man was known by everyone. And this, everyone knew that he was born blind. There was a reputation um, concerning him being born blind. And how many other people have walked in this same way and passed this man, saw this same man, but were never compelled to do anything to address him, to stop, um, and to do what Jesus did? Um, so, again, let's not get distracted, get so distracted by what the enemy is throwing at us, that we miss the opportunity, that we miss what or who we're assigned to. Jesus was actually assigned to this man. And I imagine if he had gotten uh, caught up into the debates with Pharisees and if he had allowed whatever they were saying um, to get him off course, in frustration, he might have just walked on by. You know, he, he might have gotten in his feelings. A lot of us get in our feelings um, because the crowd is not responding to us or we don't have as many followers as we want. Uh, we don't feel people are supporting us and what God has called us to do. But he yet remained focused, so he did not miss this opportunity and this assignment. Um, this man was assigned. Jesus was assigned to this man. Now watch this, right? Now let's look at his disciples. They asked, who sinned? Of course, here they are focusing on the wrong thing again. The disciples looking for the gossip, looking for the tea, if you will, Um, because that's the thing to read, be careful of, the distractions of those who are connected to us. So they're asking the wrong question. It wasn't about who sinned as to why the man was blind. That ain't the focus. That's not what our focus is. Notice Jesus' response, though, and this is crucial. This is key. Jesus said, neither, but it is so that the works of God, the plan of God, might be displayed or the power of God may be put on display for this particular appointed time. Uh, There was a reason um, that this man was born blind and that Jesus encountered him. This was an opportunity for the power of God to be put on display. We understand in this time that we are living in that there are so many things and so many people proclaiming to be God so much misinformation out here, things and people proclaiming to be God, but without demonstration. So it is imperative. It is now a time more than ever for us to get rightly aligned in the plan of God and to be about our Father's business, to be postured as a conduit so that his power is on display It is time for manifestation. It is time for evidence that we serve a God. It is time for the evidence of our God who is powerful, who is all-powerful. There is no God beside him to be put on display. And he would allow us to be put in places, environments um, that may be uh, just uncomfortable for us, but we're there 
so that men may know that there is that he's God and that he's a real God, um, so that there will be opportunity from him to do what he does, and that is to make a distinction between him and these false gods out here. So the Bible tells us, um, let your light so shine before men so that they may see your good works and do what? Glorify your Father in heaven, lest they focus on the task at hand. So why was the man born blind? So that God would get the glory. It's simple. Now, in the fourth verse, Jesus goes on to say, we must work. To work is to be active. To be active is to be ready and to be energized and to be moved in an energetic pursuit. To be active is to be alert and to be lively. To be alert and lively is to pay attention, to be circumspect and to look around and um, take uh, note of your surroundings. I must work. I must be active. I must be ready to engage in an energetic pursuit. I must be alert and lively. I must work the work. Uh, To work the work means to accomplish or uh, or complete successfully the work the task, the job, the assignment, the work that is to be done is what we have been made responsible for or appointed to. The work refers to a task, our duty, a task or action that I'm required to perform. The work refers to a mandate on my life, an official order or commission Uh, which is an instruction given to me, an order that something might, must be produced, all right? It has to come forward. Something must be released. I must release this. All of this refers to our working the works. That means I'm actively pursuing, moving, and doing, and I'm not moving haphazardly. Um, I'm not just doing something for the sake of doing it. There's a particular or specific focus or target that I've been called to. Just like Jesus, we have been sent here to do a specific thing, so we must be found actively doing what we have been called to do. And work the works of who? of him that sent me, not of ourselves, not of our plans, uh, not in the pursuit of me becoming popular, famous, establishing a brand, um, because we get tripped up on these things. Um, What is his agenda or what is his mandate? What is his order? What is his plan? Uh, We get hung up on uh, on what other people are doing. We're looking at what other people are doing, and and we try to work someone else's work, and we get frustrated in trying to do what somebody else is called to do. We get frustrated because it doesn't work for us the way that it works for them. But what we got to find out is what is specific to you, 
What are you purposed to do? What is he telling you to release? So while it is day, which is referring to our lifespan or our lifetime, because when night comes, which is death, we're all out of time. So in a nutshell, um, this is a power-packed statement that Jesus declares. Number one, he declares who he is. Number two, he um, talks about who sent him. And number three, he's very clear on what he is sent to do. And most importantly, you find Jesus actually doing it, not just talking about it, but actually doing it. And in the middle of being challenged, like we said, in the middle of folks saying, who does he think he is? Uh, He's just a carpenter. Uh, As you read on in this chapter, you will see the results or the impact uh, of him being diligent, of what his, his his diligence caused an impact. You will see, in, as you continue to read this chapter, that the man indeed received his sight. Uh, there was manifestation. And that the same folks who challenged Jesus <laughs> also challenged the blind man's miracle, because <laughs> that's how people do. Uh, they said uh, they still were trying to say that he wasn't the son of God and uh, trying to deny the power of God. They did all this in an effort to deny the power of God. So they challenged the man's miracle and they challenged his testimony um, and the effort to deny the power of God. But you cannot deny the evidence. We know that we started with a blind man. Everybody knew he was blind. He was known in the city. Um, uh, Everybody knew it. So we know he, he started blind, but we know that now he can see. So the fact that you can you can um, you can challenge who I say I am, but you cannot challenge the result, the irrefutable evidence that we serve a real God, because now we have a blind man who can see. Uh, yeah. So if we stop using the attacks and distractions as an excuse not to work. Let's stop using our challenges um, as an excuse not to work and stay true to the call. God will show up. He will prove who he is. And in doing so, he's going to prove who we are in him. Um, You know, sometimes we take on the posture of debating or defending. But you understand, remember, we are just a conduit. We're not responsible um, to explain or defend in this regard. This is where God shows up because we're representing him. This is where he steps in, um, not only to validate him, but to validate us in him. Praise God. Um, He'll show up and prove who he is and who you are in him. There is going to be evidence that this is a God thing. The evidence will shut the peanut gallery down, but more importantly, it will ignite the faith of those who experience the miracle and those who are witnessing that miracle take place. This 
is the order of God. Why? Why do we need to stay focused? Why do we need to shun all those other things? Because we all have our blind man out there who needs to see. We are all assigned to a blind man that needs to see. And we've been entrusted with the power of God to make that happen. Jesus did what was in his power to do. And this is why his ministry was so effective, even though it only lasted three years. Uh, Those three years were power-packed, full of demonstration, evidence, uh, power of God. By the time he left here, um, the people had to reluctantly admit that he was indeed who he said he was because he was empowered to do it in the time that he was given to do it. Just imagine. He only had three years. Uh, some of us, we, we run for, for at least three years. Some of us, we deny it for at least three years. Some of us, it takes us, takes us that long to give God a yes. Um, so he had three short years, uh, and he made the most of those uh, three years. So as we get ready to pray, we're ready to pray now, um, uh, we want to ask God to give us an urgency um, because we've been given a certain time to accomplish this work. Like I said, there's a blind man out there who needs to see. Metaphorically speaking, there is someone assigned to you. I'm talking to those of you who are hard to be turned into opinions. I'm talking to those of you who have grown weary in your well-doing, I'm talking to those um, who are constantly being attacked um, and that's wearing you down. I want you to shake that off this morning and remember that someone is assigned to you. It's not just about you. You've got to persevere. You've got to push through. You've got to remain focused. You've got to remain steadfast because somebody out there is crying out and they need to know that God hears them. Praise God. So um, someone is assigned to you, uh, and they need what you have, need what you have been called to do, um, and they need to know that God is real. <clears throat> so we don't do what we do to be popular, to be famous, to be accepted, to establish our brand. That's not our focus. The focus is that God has anointed called and instructed us so that they may come to know him as God and submit their lives to him, that souls may be saved and discipled and to continue the work of the kingdom. So now let us pray. Kind Father, in the name of Jesus, once again, here we are before you. I'm grateful, Lord, that you brought us into your presence um, for this set time in this set place, holy God. We're grateful once again for your faithfulness, um, that you watched over us as we slept, that you allowed us to get up this morning, um, to be in your presence, uh, to focus on you. Uh, Glory to God. We're grateful for this mandate. Um, for you reminding us that this is a time for us to get busy about doing our Father's 
business, God. We thank you um, right now, Holy God. And as we come humbly, we repent, Lord, for anything that we have done or said that's outside of your will, your word, or your plan, anything that we have done that misrepresents your character, forgive us, O oh God. Lord God, creating us in clean hearts, renew us a right spirit, O oh God. Purge us with his so that we might be clean, holy God, in the name of Jesus, because we want to walk upright before you. We want to do what you have called us to do. We want to be who you have called us to be, but we cannot do it without you. Holy God, this morning we are looking to the hills from whence cometh our help. We know that all of our help comes from you. We know that your strength is made perfect in our weakness, Holy God, and we know that we can defer to you when it seems that we are failing. Father God, we thank you for your promise to never leave us or forsake us. We thank you for the provision that you have set before us for this day, leading and guide us to the place of provision, holy God, that we might flow in the thing and receive what you have set aside for us today. I'm grateful. We are grateful this morning for your power. We are grateful, God, for your presence. Hallelujah, because in creation you designated and ordained this time for us to come together. You said we're two or three are gathered in my name, I will be in the midst. And we're grateful that you are here, Jehovah Shammah, that you will never leave us, but you are always present. Lord God, I pray this morning for an urgency. I pray for a fresh fire so that we might be ignited, holy God, to be about our Father's business. Father, that any distraction or hindrance, Father God, or us allowing what someone said uh, that may have caused us to pause or put the work down. Some may have grown weary in their well-doing, Lord God. Some of us are in fear of moving forward. But God, release a fresh fire and a fresh anointing that we might be motivated, Holy God, and that the call, thank you, Lord, will burn in us. Lord God, stir up and activate the gift. Hallelujah. Push us forward in the time that you have designated for us to work this work. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Um, in Jesus' name, Lord God, quiet those self-defeating thoughts that keep your people paralyzed and stagnant, God. Breathe in us again, thank you, Lord, and propel us forward. I pray, Lord God, that you would be uh, uh, put a running in our feet, strengthen our faith, Holy God, strengthen us to be rooted and grounded, strengthen us, God, to be steadfast and unmovable. Help us to stay in right alignment. Help us to stay postured in your plan. Let your call and the purpose burn in us, Lord God. Don't let it. Don't allow us to be to take a rest, God. Don't let us rest in compromise. Don't let us rest in stagnation. Sharpen our discernment. Help us to see. 
Lord God. Give us strategy, Lord. Lead us and guide us around the traps and snares of the enemy. As we work the work, Lord, you said you would make us aware of Satan's least device, Lord God. Put a rod in our back, Lord God. Help us to declare when the enemy is buffeting us. Uh, as Nehemiah said, I'm doing a great work. Thank you, Jesus. And I cannot come down to you. We're not going to entertain the conversation of the enemy. We're not going to entertain what he's trying to do to keep us distracted, but we're going to keep uh, working with the tools that God has given us and the things that he's empowered us um, to accomplish the work, Lord God. Hallelujah. Um, that's your power, all of this, because we want your power to be evident in the lives of the people. So, Lord God, clothe us, cover us in your power, and show us those that are assigned to us that there may be breakthroughs, there may be salvation, that there may be deliverance, that there may be healing, God, that they may know that you see and hear and that you love them, um, that they will be compelled to come running and asking what must I do to be saved? How do I get what you have? God, help us to encourage ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Let's declare uh, this morning, glory to God, let this be our declaration this morning. I'm speaking to those who are on the call, and I'm speaking to those who will be joining us via the replay. Begin to declare it. Begin to encourage yourself this morning that I must work the work. Huh? When you're a challenge, huh, the challenges are, really are evidence that you are who you say you are, you are, that you are who he says you are. The challenges really come to confirm that. So begin to declare in those moments that I must work the work. I've been sent here with a task and an assignment, and God has empowered me to do it. I only have a certain amount of time to do it. Hallelujah. So I'm going to get up and run. Thank you, Jesus. Encourage yourself. I'm going to get up and run and work and stay focused so that my assignment will be successfully completed. Hallelujah. Because somebody's life needs to be changed because there is a blind man out there, hallelujah, that I'm assigned to who needs to see. There's somebody out there crying out, crying out to a God they heard about, hallelujah, crying out to a God that their grandmother talked about when they were coming up. Somebody's out there needing a change, needing a breakthrough in their lives. Somebody out there who is hanging on by a thread, <laughs> that their faith, holy God, hallelujah, all they have right now is their faith. And it is up to us to unentangle ourselves from depression and self-defeating thoughts and other people's opinions. It's time for us to shake all of that off and to remember the purpose and the call and to get busy, hallelujah, doing it and for us to watch the manifestation unfold, a manifestation of the power of God unfold in our life. So I even speak to those people who are hanging on, who are crying out to God, who are waiting for the answer, hold on. I'm talking to you in the spirit. Hold on because help is on the way. Hold on. Hallelujah. The remnant 
hallelujah, is coming for a hold on. Uh, everybody ain't out there uh, walking in compromise. Everybody haven't laid down the blood stain banners. There are still people who are assigned to you that God is sending help. Glory to God. So this is a clarion call calling from the north, south, east, and west uh, to the people of God. Get up. Get moving. Get to work. Activate. Ignite it. Be ignited. Hallelujah. Remember your call. Remember the promise. Remember the word that's been spoken over your life. Hallelujah. Stir up your people, God. A fresh fire, fresh passion. In the name of Jesus, put a run in us. Glory to God that your power might be revealed and that you might get the glory. Hallelujah. All these things we ask in your name. Do it in the name of Jesus and feel this word and this work in Jesus' name. Amen. We are grateful once again for God allowing us and electing us for this time and place in this place um, to be. It is an honor to be elected to do kingdom. It is an honor to be elected to release uh, what God is doing, to be used um, for him to release in this earth uh, what his people need. So be encouraged this morning. Know that God is with you. Know that there is purpose on your life um, and that God has chosen you to be a blessing to someone else. So go out there and be salt and light today. Stay focused. Remember, there's a blind man out there who needs to see. God bless you. Have a great day. And we'll look for you next Monday morning.